Hi everybody, I'm going to record an answer to this frequently asked question, which is, how can I get my partner to be more dominant when they peg me? This is often asked by the receivers, clearly, and it's a desire to want your partner to be more dominant during the pegging experience. So there's lots of different little parts to this, and I'm going to give you a very elaborate answer. And then I'm going to post this up as just a short audio clip answering a frequently asked question. And I plan on adding to these as time goes on so that I can just give somebody the link instead of, you know, because I don't have a whole podcast about how to be dominant when you're pegging, right? So here is the very first thing I have to say to you receivers who are desiring this. You need to get really, really clear on what your definition of dominance is. It's quite possible you've been fantasizing about this, you've been thinking about it, and you have a pretty good idea of what you would like your partner to do, how you would like them to be, what you would like them to say, all kinds of different things like that. So if you have been fantasizing about this and you are clear about it, this needs to get communicated to your partner as a suggestion, not as a, okay, I want you to be more dominant. So do this, say this, do this. It would be best if when you talk with your partner, you present it as, so I know we've talked about me wanting you to be a little bit more dominant when you peg me. And you might be wondering what that looks like. So this is what it looks like to me. And then you share that information. The most important thing here is that you're presenting different things to say, how to be, what to do as possibilities, as opposed to this is a done deal and this comes with pegging. And this is how I want it done. Because it's always a consensual thing, of course. And you givers, this is a situation where often I find that it's a, it's a dual part here. Part of the reason that givers sometimes feel really uncomfortable exploring dominance is just societal. We have been trained to be kind of less than, you know, don't be too loud, don't be too pushy, don't be too ambitious, or you will be seen as harsh and a bitch and stuff like that. So that's the first thing to understand is that this may be why it feels like such a, ooh, I don't know if I want to do this. And the next thing is, because we have been conditioned to not be really dominant our whole lives, and this is a generalization, but for the most part it's true, it can feel very uncomfortable and very awkward stepping over that line for the first time. It certainly did for me. And I have really dominant underpinnings. And I knew this to be true, but I wasn't sure how to express it. I wasn't sure what to do, how to be, what to say, all of those different things. This was not an easy journey for me, and I consider myself dominant. So it's even more of a difficult journey for those of you who may lean submissive or even consider yourself foundationally submissive in a BDSM uh, negotiated consensual dynamic. So have the conversation together, both of you. Talk about different things that you can do. Talk about what the giver is willing to do, what the receiver wants to be done, and there may be ideas that the giver wants to do as well. Not just willing to do, sort of like, well, okay, if that's what you need, I guess I'll do that for you. This is all an adventure, it's fun. And certainly, you can try things out and discard them if they don't work for either one of you. This is really, really important. You may have a fantasy about being tied up, helpless, and receiving CBT before you get pegged. And the reality of that might freak you out and you may decide, oh, hell no. <laughs> and coming from the giver's point of view,
You may think, ooh, it might be fun to take a riding crop and slap around his balls a little bit. And then when it happens, you may either love it and go, oh yeah, more of this. Or you may say, nope, you know what? That freaks me out. I can't do that. So you can see how there's so many different ways that this can go. And the whole key part here is experimentation and communication. But to just, you know, come to your partner as the receiver and say, hey, honey, can you be more dominant? when you when you peg me you know can you do that that is no information at all no wonder givers feel so lost when that happens i mean like i mentioned even with the dominant underpinnings i have it took me a while to find my groove so what did i do well with time experimentation and a kind of uh, fake it until you make it sort of situation i found my groove And my groove is not going to be like everybody else's groove. That's why I think it's really important to discuss it with your partner and look at it as an adventure of experimentation as opposed to, okay, I'm going to get it right the first time because that's really, really unlikely. Now, let me give you some resources, okay? The first thing I want to tell you about is a book that I've mentioned many times in my podcast. It's called The Sexually Dominant Woman an illustrated workbook for nervous beginners. And this is by Janet Hardy. It's fantastic. So there'll be a link um, in the notes for this audio clip regarding that book. And I'm not going to take you to Amazon because Jeff Bezos is a horrible human being. Okay, (laughs) moving on here. (laughs) The other place I'm going to send you is Mojo Upgrade. So Mojo Upgrade is an online resource where you go there together. You can either do it on one computer or two, but by yourself without the other person there, you go through a huge list of questions about different sexual activities. And some of them are BDSM, and you can say yes, no, or maybe. So then your partner does it, and then the website puts those together and makes a list of all the yeses and maybes. If either of you said no to any specific activity, it's not going to show up on the list. What that can do is give you a list of some things that you could include in your dominant play. So there's an idea as well. And I've given you the link to the old website. They still have that up. They've done a whole upgrade on it, and I just don't think it's quite the same. I I don't favor it because I think it really uh, streamlined things and misses some important parts. So that's another resource. One more resource is I have a Giver's Discord chat, which I've spoken about before. And it's a wonderful resource place for those of you who are struggling a little bit to take on that role of running the fuck. And perhaps you feel foundationally submissive. This is a conversation that's come up before. In fact, because of this Discord chat, it let me know how important and how difficult that can be for foundationally submissive givers of pegging. It can really put your mind in a twist. And I changed the way that I teach the beginner's class because of that. You can absolutely need aftercare if you uh, are a foundationally submissive giver trying to get into the whole pegging thing. So the only thing you need to do with the Giver's Discord chat is to shoot me an email with a link to uh, one of your social media profiles because you do indeed have to be a giver to get in. No, the receivers are not allowed, even though a lot try to get in. (laughs) And last but far from least, there is a Reddit group 
called Femdom Community. And they have a wiki with some really excellent information for beginners. And it's also a great place to get ideas and ask questions as well. So there's lots of resources, lots of ideas in there. But the thing I want to emphasize the most is communication. It's so important to communicate about this in a fun way, in an adventuresome way, in an explorative way, as opposed to, okay, now he needs me to do it this way, or, okay, now she won't do it this way. You know what I mean? There's some give and take. There needs to be mutual respect for the desires and willingness of the other person to fulfill the uh, visions, the fantasies, the desires of their partner. So please keep that in mind and have it be a conversation that's open and gentle and not judging and all that kind of stuff. I'm huge on communication. In my world, good communication is inextricably connected with a good pegging experience. I cannot envision a good pegging experience if the couple doesn't communicate very well because it, there's just so much there. there from beginning to exploring deeper <laughs> levels, yes, pun intended, of pegging. There is so much there and so much to talk about. And when I say communicate about things, not only do I mean communicate in the beginning, which is really essential for deciding how this whole dominant play of pegging is going to work, but communicate after. When you do all that exploration and everything, do a debrief after, and you can decide whether it'll be right after. A lot of people like to sort of bask in the afterglow or go to sleep or whatever afterwards, and maybe the next morning over a cup of coffee is more comfortable. But the debrief is when you sit with your partner and you talk about what worked, what didn't, what you liked the best, what you didn't like at all, what you never want to do again, what you want to do a lot more of, what other ideas you had when it was happening about things that you would like to do. See, there's so much there too. So remember to do those debriefs as you are exploring this new world of pegging dominantly. So I hope that gives you some resources for being dominant while you are pegging your partner or how to communicate that to your giver if you are the receiver. And while it is often the receiver that is asking for the giver to be more dominant, it's quite possible that there are givers out there, and I know this is it's not just possible, it's true. There are absolutely givers out there who really want to be dominant pegging their partner, and they're the ones that want to do this approach. So you can flip this whole scenario the other way around, and it applies equally. And for those of you who are givers who are listening, I'll tell you one of the tricks that I found, because as many of you know, and I've been very open about on my podcast and on my blog, I'm a professional, I'm a sex worker. So yeah, I I definitely know how to be dominant. But in the beginning, you know what I did? Blindfold them. That way they can't see you and they can't see you going through all of your, oh, should I do this or should I do that? Are you feeling awkward or you're not tying them upright or they can't see anything and you can take your high heels off if you're wearing them. You may not be, but that's just a couple of hints from professional Ruby. So there you have it. Frequently asked question, how do I get my giver to be more dominant? There you go. Happy pegging and no shame. (laughs) 